0: The chief content officer for NetSafe is Leanne Ross. Uh, joins us on the line now. Very good afternoon to you, Leanne. Good day, Leanne.
1: Hi, it's nice to be here.
0: And you too. So, Leanne, why TikTok specifically banned in the US and Canada and other countries? in the Five Eyes are looking at doing it. Why TikTok versus all these other social media platforms?
1: Oh, okay, predominantly that isn't so much to do with how they work in the back end because they aren't technically that different to a lot of the other social media channels. It is predominantly a political decision because they are owned and operated from China.
0: Right. Okay. So can governments, including ours, can they access the data because this the, the data is uh, mined and stored by uh, private companies, by and large, uh, can governments come in and say, we want that information?
1: Uh, governments in general, not just as a not just as a general rule, you know, a, a civil servant can't pick up the phone and say, can you give me access to a spreadsheet? P- mm. Partly that's because a lot of the data isn't actually stored. So the AI algorithms that run a lot of the back ends, it's not just social media, but things like Netflix, they're not always storing the information anywhere. They're just running it live and making decisions on it. And it's almost going in one ear and out the other. And so therefore they can't actually share it. Um, but yes, um, you, you've had cases where uh, coroners' cases and various different things where they have been able to make a case, government agencies, to access any records that have been held.
0: Right. Leanne, just for the average TikTok user, I, I'm not on it, but yeah. my kids are, right? They're, and they're all adult women. So, but they're on it. So, And then there's these concerns about the scraping of their information. What, is, what, what, what information gets scraped? What are they going to get from just the average Joe on the street?
1: That's the thing. It's not like it's scraping your bank details or anything like that. If you think about the reason why people love to use the platform so much, it's because you don't have to actually give them any data or information, but very quickly within using them, it's like they know you. I always say to people, it's like my Netflix knows me. Um, And that's because Mm. it's it's using your behavior, not your data. So the behavior is the data that you're predominantly giving it, what you like Mm. to watch what you're liking, what you're sharing, what you're searching for, what you're wanting more of.
0: Hey, okay, thank you for that. But is it true that, um, well, it appears to be true that Siri and Alexa, you know how they're listening all the time, that they uh, pick up a heck of a lot of information, uh, some of which you'd want to be very, very private. Is that happening?
1: Uh, The The companies have always stated, um, they've always told us that that's not happening, that that kind of surveillance is not actively happening. And if you think about the way they work and what they're interested in, why would it be happening? Um, They're predominantly interested in giving us answers to problems that we're actively telling them. Um, Google's the same. You know, it wants to feed us the answers to our problems so that we come back. It's not that interested in, in the private conversations that we're having in our car or in our living room.
0: That's, that's actually quite comforting to know. Mm. There must be a hell of a lot of information if there's somebody listening to this. If you've got a, a population of X billion people and they're all in series listening to all their bedroom chat, that's a big job for someone.
1: Yeah, well, and I think that's the thing, isn't it, right? So a lot of times when we have these conversations about the content that's on them, the way the algorithms work, we, we fail to recognise that actually there aren't heaps of humans behind that. So a lot of that is mm. machine learning. And that's Mm -hmm. why so much of it has some risks and there's pitfalls because we're trying to teach the machines to make good decisions, but there aren't lots of humans behind there monitoring all the conversations. And, you know, so, yeah, that is where it falls down.
0: You've been great to talk to, Leanne. We've got 60 seconds left. left. Last thing, if there are a lot of parents listening to this, their kids are all over TikTok, what's your advice so that a parent can sort of get some handle on what's going on and what they're seeing?
1: Look, the best two things from Netsia's point of view that you can really do is have conversations with your kids about how's the stuff that they're watching making them feel. Just because in this day and age, unlike back when we were just watching newspapers and television, you know what, someone was editing that for us. And we're kind of having to teach our kids to edit their content themselves and try to pick more positive stuff and stuff that mm. makes them feel good. And the other thing you can just do is try to make sure they've got a balance between that screen time and all the other good family things, sporting things, good oh, things gosh. that you want to have in a balanced life.
0: Great. So you'd let your kids and teenagers have TikTok?
1: Um, my son doesn't have TikTok, but he has Snapchat, which is a wee bit yep. of a competitor. But yes, mm. I do let him use it, but we do have conversations and just one the other night actually about his mood. And how much screen time he was having, and how I'd noticed that was kind of changing his mood, um, and how we could work together on some kind of negotiation around that.
0: Nice, Leanne, mm-hmm. you sound very, very sensible. Uh, have yeah. a great day, and thank, <laughs> thank you very you. much that's for
1: been chatting. The worst thank <laughs> you. All right. Thanks Bye-bye. for chatting. <laughs> bye bye. That's, Le- <laughs> uh,
0: that's Leanne Ross, who's NetSafe's chief content officer.